Welcome to season nine of Perfect Will. <laughs> we are going to start quickly and try to stay on topic. Well, it's because they won't let me have an explosive repair with snake, and it pisses me off. Sex and snorkax. We can't rock it like we used to. <laughs> Most of us are going to bring a hip. I swear, yeah. I read them for the stories. <laughs> Wait, so they turned Snape into the chef from The Little Mermaid? You just can't say that to the Dark Lord. <laughs> but I digress. Us digress? Never. <laughs> no! Never, never. Chickens with Sue Hour. <laughs> My mom went to Hawaii and all she brought me was a stupid chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it just... <laughs> Yeah, it's called. <laughs> hey, I just snort. We are. Good night, guys. I'm already falling asleep. I think I did at one point. Mr. Potter, what are you doing at the Wizengamot? Yeah. Holy shit, did I fall asleep through the whole fucking thing almost? Apparently. <laughs> that is going in an intro, too, please. Where the hosts are all our friends. Somehow the tangents seem to blend Come on our journey round the bend Artific Weekly Where the story never ends Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, everybody. The flagship podcast of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts where we get together... Not every week anymore, and chat about fanfiction. I'm Scott. I'm Sue. I'm Mooney. I'm Eru. Yay! And today we are doing the first series of chapters of Coco Pelli's Steward of the House of Black, which you can find on fanficauthors.net. We will have a link in the show notes, obviously, and I, in fact, recommend pretty much everything you can find on fanficauthors.net. They're all uh, it's a curated fanfiction site, and for the most part, they're pretty good. And the ones that I like less, you might like more. So go check them out. Cool. Don't tell Iruzat because she's been reading nonstop since the last time we talked to her and not sleeping. So don't give her anything new. <laughs> I already oh, have 10 new tabs because I went through an author's favorite fix list oh. and there was so many that I have to try. And oh. I have 24 tabs open at the moment, and uh, more than half of those are currently fix I am going to read. And wow. some of them are fix I have read or are in the middle of. I'm on the spree. You are. Because reading. <laughs> all reading is good. And they're all yes. long fix too. The shortest one is 100K, I think. Wow. Yes. Well, in this fic, is there this a is black? A, what? The name Stuart. Everybody's trying to talk at once. <laughs> I keep calling it Stuart, Stuart of the House of Black. I know. <laughs> yeah, Mooney's calling it the wrong thing. She's calling it Stuart of the House of Black. Me too. Yeah. So he now it's been steward, switched down to like Black the Stuart. Steward of Gondor. He's the one who keeps the house's affairs yeah. in order when things are going terribly wrong. And uh, like several of the fix that we've covered on here, this is an AU that starts quite early and changes how the course of the books is going to go. But uh, as the author's note here says, it is not a do-over and make everything right story, but a gentle poke at one of my favorite under underdeveloped characters, Remus Lupin. 
Yay! Okay, I missed the part. Eight chapters, but they are long chapters. AU. You missed the part for what, Mooney? That it was an AU and was totally thinking it wasn't, you know, just kind of filling in the gaps because everything makes sense up to a point. And then I got to the end of where we're reading now and went, oh, oh. (laughs) Yeah, it does uh, make a few changes going on in there. I forgot where we were supposed to be. Uh, We're going to the first half, chapters one through four. Okay, I'm just going to skim all the way to four now because I, it's been a week. Yeah, and you've read 14,000 other figs in between, so we get it. So it's June 30th, 1980, and Remus is working on ledgers as serious conductor with his arms full of groceries, and he plunks it all down, and <laughs> he says, you look dehydrated. I read all about it in a magazine when I was waiting to pay at the grocers. <laughs> and, uh... Remus wanted to know if the magazine had a picture of a young lass on the cover. So, but, uh... Because it might be a tabloid. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Or a Cosmo or something. But he, Sirius has handed Remus a brown bottle from the bag. Yeah. And Remus, and Remus runs is using it, over it to uh, chill his forehead because he's hot. Yeah. You're <laughs> supposed to drink it! Well, you didn't give me an opener. And so Sirius just, oh, Sirius just magic, opens it with his tongue. Magic! <laughs> Remus wants to know why is it that the only one this magic you practice is somehow related to booze? Serious <laughs> <laughs> says, "I'll have you know, I can do two things wandlessly." The Bersia trick doesn't count. <laughs> I think it's very important. Booze, birds, and pranks. Now I'm curious no. what that trick is. So I'm guessing that this is a type of beer because it's in a brown bottle. And he says, thanks for not getting strong bow. So I have Probably. a feeling it's... It's a better s- class than strong bow, whatever it is. Yep, some sort Which of Remus ale. Remus likes it's better. But Sirius has a favor. And Remus says, I live in your house rent fee- free. I think I owe you some favors. It turns out this is the day after James has asked Sirius to be the godfather. And <laughs> Sirius is like, I'm, I'm going to do it. But you know that I'm terrible at being the responsible one, so I need you to help keep me on the straight and narrow. No, basically. really? Yay! Yeah. Basically, yes. the one thing that I always wanted out of canon. Sirius being like, I'm a child. Remus being like, I'll be the adult. <laughs> <laughs> well, they kind of do that in it's like, What? Yeah, canon. he wants to name... They kind of do that. Sorry. Go ahead, Just, Mooney. just being particularly odd this week. I know, my internet is insane. But they sort of have the 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 Sirius is the kid and Remus is the adult yeah. and canon I mean, going. There's a reason that so many fics do that, because Sirius is more demonstrably immature than Remus when we meet them. Mm-hmm. And in this no, one, really. it's, you know, 15 years earlier. I guess mm-hmm. Harry's born, so 14 years earlier. He's not quite born yet, because he's yeah. the... Oh, well, he might be born... Yeah, I think I he's born. He wouldn't. He could have named a godfather before the child is born. Because it says that they at least know that a child is happening. That it's uh, James's barking man asked me to be godfather to the little as of yet unnamed Potterlet. Oh. So I'm oh, assuming yeah. he hasn't been born yet because he's not quite. Yeah. But I could be wrong about that. He could be born, and they just haven't had the naming yet. So well, Neville has been born. Neville has been born, hasn't he? Um, uh, 
Neville, Neville is definitely born in the later chapter, so I think Harry's yeah. born already. Well, no, it's June 30, 1980, so no way are either of them he, born. Yeah, oh. that's true. So he's being he's being born next month. Mm-hmm. In a or month, at the yeah. End of this month, yeah. Next month, or next, next month. month, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, July Makes 31st. Sense. So, so it's two months away. You're thinking about Neville is because the next scene immediately skips to November the next year. So then mm-hmm. Neville is around. But before yeah. he does that, he wants Remus to be steward of the House of Black. Steward. <laughs> <laughs> You can't do that every time. Oh, yes, I can. The well, word comes up too many times in this fight. Series like, I'm the heir apparent to the House of Black. A little late in life to be figuring that out, isn't it? Uh, and I love it. He's, appar- he's already been kicked out of the house, but he still he hasn't been taken out of succession because Walburga can't do that. So he's gone off to Gringotts and claimed his signet ring, and there's not really a lot that the heir can do because the head has all the power, but he can name a steward, and that's what he's planning on doing. Right. Basically, you know, to because Remus already keeps all his accounts, and he just wants it to be official and get Remus some, you know, income or whatever the perks are of actually being the steward. Right. I think there might be income to go with it. I can't remember exactly. But then we go to Saturday morning, November first. 1981, and we have Alice Longbottom going into an old manor house that's become a hotel, and she wants to see Remus Lupin, and the girl at the desk is very protective of Remus. I'm not even going to try her accent. (laughs) No. Because Manx is not in my repertoire. No, I don't think I've ever heard it. Yeah, not one that I've learned, but um, apparently in this universe, Alice is an auror. Mm-hmm. Well, she was in canon, too. We just never saw it. Do we know that? I think they were, know they were in the Order of the Phoenix, but I don't remember if we I know think that Alice they were. And that Alice and Frank. She's an Order in every Frank fic I read, but I have no idea about canon. Yes. Let's see. Um, and the girl you. who's at this hotel it's is true. worried that, you know, oh, geez, it's the cops are coming after Remus, <laughs> and really, it's no. She just wants to talk to Remus, and she's using her uh, aura badge as as an excuse. Right. Oh, Remus yes, is she was an aura in canon. So, uh, yeah, she the girl offers her a cup of tea and says that she'll go up and see if Remus is seeing anyone. And Alice wants to know if he stayed there last night. And the girl says, "Well, not here. Here, do you have other credentials?" And so. Uh, there's a Alice Longbottom British Ministry of Magic or the disc is shows a shadowy bust of her. So it's a uh, <laughs> it just really proves more proves her and it's a it's better than a picture that we would have on our like licenses or bureau IDs. Mm-hmm. You can look and make sure it matches the person you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And this girl's quick, so Alice wants to know how old she is, and how much do you weigh? And Alice gets all frustrated, <laughs> flustered, and doesn't know what to do. And so she decides to take another tack and say, look, I'll introduce myself properly. Uh, I'm looking for an old friend from school, and I'm hoping that he might know where an old family friend is. <laughs> and apparently this girl is the current hostess of the inn because... Her dad's away. Right. 
And she, About that tea. Yes. Now that Alice is actually being polite to her, uh, she goes upstairs and gets Mr. Lupin. She asks if he's decent, and he says, that all depends. Do you have tea? <laughs> it's, it's so totally like Ryan with coffee. Mm-hmm. And he says, yes, tell Alice I'll be right down once she mentions. And he wants to know if she's come to arrest him. Mm-hmm. And she has come to tell him that James and Lily have been killed. Yeah. yeah. She says- th- this part, is it just me, or is it like, glanced over sort of like oh hey your best friends are dead next scene yeah it was kind of quick yeah it was kind of quick i mean i i guess if you've been through like 500 fix and they all do the same thing that you might be tired of the same old thing but still some feelings well it says that they sit in so he's she says, there's no good way to start this. And he says, Who de- who's dead? And she says, James and Lily, I'm so sorry. And then they sit in silence for a while. At this point in the troubles, explanations were superfluous. Thank you. I can so hear he just it in my mind, but my mouth plan. will not say it. I know that feeling. <laughs> Speaking of pronunciation, this person says Sawen differently. Yeah. How else do you pronounce Sawen? Sawen. Yeah. Mm. It is so instead of so uh, in the way that it's being pronounced here. In this fic, mm-hmm. yeah. While we yeah. learned that it's supposed to be Sawen or something like it. Mm-hmm. Always say Sawen. No, I don't. I'm just kidding. Uh, Fidelius. Yeah. Yeah. And he wants to know why is she coming to see him? And it's because. As far as they know, Sirius is the secret keeper and Remus is Sirius's steward. So he should possibly have some way of getting in touch with him. Yeah. And she explains more about it, that how they were found and things like that. And they call him the pretender rather than he who must not be named or any of the other names that we know him by. And what? Found at the scene with a scorched pattern penumbra on the wall matching his shape and magical signature. In which case, all I can see is like a magical outline of some person being blasted on the wall, <laughs> cartoon style. Yeah, That's what they mean, yeah. It's yeah. basically so a Looney why, Tunes thing. Exactly. Why are they calling him the pretender? The pretender to what? Pretending to, the throne? to be in charge? The, the pretender is like uh, someone who wants to usurp uh, the throne uh, or the power, especially no, I know, in I know. England. I know. But he's not pretending to take anything. He's not trying to, like, overthrow Dumbledore in the sense of, like, taking the throne or pretending to be, like, some, I don't know, long-lost relative of his. Somebody else is doing that, but that's beside the point. Voldemort? I mean... The definition of pretender is a person who claims or aspires to a title or position. So it's exactly what it is. He aspires to be... It's it's just the Lord. word used differently than we would normally use it. And he also calls himself Lord Voldemort and is not officially part of a House of Lords. So they might be going with that. That too. Oh, he aspires to a title that, or position. Yeah. He does yeah. aspire to be like, Lord of the entire world or something. Because in this oh, version, know. you know, there's Lord Blacks and heads of family and stewards and things. So he's probably mm. thinking that. honorable old. Well, you yeah. would think that in that case, he would have done. He would. We've lost you. Use his mother's family. Say it again because we so lost badly you. badly too. Oh crap! 
You would think that in that case, he would have used his mother's name. His mother's he family used name. his mother's name? You mean yeah. Voldemort would he have used act- his mother's name? He could Gaunt? actually yeah. have right. a claim to be Lord Gaunt or whatever their title is, but maybe they don't have much of a title. Because yeah. they fell on such hard times for a while. Yeah, who knows? Probably not by that point. Yeah. Mm. Poor Remus. But in this fuck, it fuck, that's like a book and a thing together <laughs> fuck. In this fic, they have a great way of communicating, and it's like a little sugar cube, and if you uh, tap it with your wand or touch it with your wand, you can send a short message. It's like a flu, only it's portable. It's a portaflu. It's a mini flu, because it's like uh, uh, those little thingies that you light on fire and put inside a fire when you're going camping to make it burn easier, except it's like portable and reusable for a mini flu. It's so cute. It is pretty cool. It's basically like uh, an audio version of a pager or something like that, because you can only send short messages through it. It's like using a lighter flame with like a little dash of powder. Right. You have the powder in a ready form. (laughs) You have? Well, there's a a fic where they have like a... What was it? I forget what they call it, but it is basically like it's it's based on a lighter housing (laughs) and you open it and it's got a little green flame and you can say things into it. Yep. Oh, man. He found me. I told you if we made noise, that cat would find me. He sounds like he can't get in the kitty door, though. (laughs) Oh, dear. I mean, what are you going to do? Not make noise? I know. And Remus is basically refusing to give up Sirius and says, well, I can't help you. I haven't talked to him in a while. <laughs> and, um, and he's he's also the part of the reason he's out here, you know, teaching people in the Isle of Man and such is because he's distancing himself from the order because people apparently in this Peter were, was saying that he was the traitor <laughs> and... Alice is like, anyone who listens to Peter is just as stupid as Peter is. Um, yeah. And, and um, by the way, I still do not want you to teach with Neville. idiots because you will sink to their level. And, yeah. you will and they'll beat you with experience. Yay! <laughs> yeah. And Alice also warns Remus that Julia might be a bit sweet on him. And he says, oh, she's young for my taste. You never know, she might be planning ahead. I'll consider myself warned. No. Oh, really? And he's tutoring her, we find out. Mm -hmm. She's a genius. And she's not the only one, we'll soon find out. Uh, I like that Alice gives him a hug before she leaves. (laughs) And then we go to November 2nd. And and Remus is going to one of the Mm -hmm. estates that Sirius has bought. Mm -hmm. uh, That they're renting out to muggles. and um, A bachelor flat. Because they got a little (laughs) bit of money out of Uncle Alfred and have been investing it, and Alfred is astounded by how few galleons you need to buy a bunch of Muggle real estate. (laughs) And now he's got a bunch of revenue. With a little bit of judicious, whatever magic. Yeah. Judicious. 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 Words are hard. Mm. They are, I'm telling you. And he can smell serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And there's a, a message on the whiteboard that says, M, W played us all, P. And Remus translate this to Mooney, Wormtail played us all, Padfoot. Mm-hmm. And so, Finally, someone making a lick of sense in this. I know. Yeah. And Sirius has left his um, heir's ring. Mm-hmm. And so Remus uh, 
starts making notes and lists, and he wants to know, did the Potters use the Fidelius? Did the Potters die at Godwick's Hollow? Who was the secret keeper? Where was Sirius last week? And where was Peter last week? And He's whether going or not through and just Harry's treating everything as though it might not be true, just not not assuming anything whatsoever. Yeah. So he's going to check Sherlock on Holmes all the Bob. things. And <laughs> then he calls Alice, and she's finally like, somebody's being smart. That sounds crunchy. And he wants to meet, so they're going to meet at Plugs at three o'clock. And I guess Plugs is a restaurant or a bar. That's dive. not the right word. A dive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a neighborhood pub. 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 That was On the word I was looking for. Near the estuary. Anything next to an estuary is a dive. And Remus has made okay. it a point. Estuary of wasn't that like a something to do with salt learning water? Learning people's names. So when the waitress comes up, he thinks he remembers her name, and he questions, and he's right. So that uh, she pays a little bit better attention to him because she re- he remembered her name. <laughs> and uh, Alice orders some of the ale that they make on the premises. <laughs> Remus decides it's too early, so he'll have any cider that they have, as long as it's not Strongbow, which I guess that's what Strongbow is, is a, a kind of hard cider. Uh, that must have been what they were drinking at the beginning. It wasn't ale, it was cider. And they're going to have some chips, because you always have to have chips. By which they mean the chips in fish and chips, not the chips in a crinkly bag, which are crisps. Those are called crisps. Yeah. <laughs> and earlier, when she went to meet him, right after James and Lily died, she told him that Harry was missing and nobody knew where Harry was. And they don't know if Sirius has Harry or what, but there was some very large footprints on the scene. Or maybe we haven't got to that Ah. point yet, but we will. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And he is going to tell Alice what he knows. He found a note from Sirius Mm -hmm. and he knows it's from Sirius because he could smell him and his nose is fairly keen at the moment. Mm -hmm. And he tells her it means that Peter betrayed them. Yeah. And he was pretty sure that, they went into hiding because he forgot where their cottage was. So he he's guessing it's the Fidelius, but that they never discussed it with him. And mm. so... It's so sad. Yeah. And Alice asks if he knows who the secret keeper is, and he says, I'm certain that it wasn't me. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say <laughs> Albus or Sirius, because mm. it couldn't have been James or Lily. You can't keep the secret of yourself. Right. And so she wants him to come in and make and he's a little bit worried about that because the last time he was in to do a statement, he was left in a cell for 20 hours. And she promises that that won't happen. But yeah, her partners are kind of um, jerks. Dumb. He says, the whole thing stinks. I don't believe Sirius betrayed them. I'm not sure Voldemort's dead and I still don't know where Harry is. Yeah. And that's what she really wants to know where Harry is. And can we get all of the Death Eaters in Azkaban, please? Yeah. <laughs> So he agrees to go into the ministry and make a next morning at, he says nine, but she says noon, because she wants to go home and spend some time with Neville and Frank before and get some sleep. Aww. And it, it turned out to be closer to one thirty. Mm-hmm. He does the, you know, beginnings of a statement form, <laughs> name, occupation, address, etc. Yeah. And Farnsworth is a jerk. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, Remus says mm-hmm. that he homes, helps homeschool students and he's like oh you like hanging out with the little kids do you and alice tries to keep him on task but it doesn't work so and he's going through you know how are you related to the potters how are you related to black 
where were you on the 31st? Can anybody confirm you were actually there? And Alice is like, he's a voluntary witness, not a suspect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy this guy sees werewolf and, and immediately condemns. Mm-hmm. So. Of course. Yeah. And, I, you know, she says, I've checked with the inn. He was there on the and yeah. all of this stuff. So he yeah. says, I found out, I found this note. Well, how'd you get a note? Well, because he's the landlord. So he, but he doesn't have the key. He either used to Loamora or he picked the lock. <laughs> and the note says that Peter Pettigrew was playing us all. So he tries to explain to this idiot what that means, but he's not paying any attention. No. But this, he at least calls him you know who. Are you in league with you know who? No. That's all you got to say about that? I am not a suspect. I am volunteering this information and cooperating with authorities. Well, your cooperation's not worth spit. <laughs> you are such a jerk. Mm-hmm. And Alice goes. And Alice comes after him and says, I'm really sorry, Abner. Oh, yeah, your department seems to be overrun with idiots, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm sure. And she calls him the steward again, and he says, you keep calling me that but i don't know for sure if that's true i need to find out yeah. and she says i need to well, see arcturus who's the the current head of house of black mm-hmm. and see if he has any actual instructions for me or what's involved in this and apparently he's just had a stroke and has been admitted to saint mungo's right so is remus is, saying that he's not sure he's minute, a steward because again, he just I got, never got confirmed? that was it or crikey so, is Remus <laughs> saying that he's not the steward because it well, never we got, got is Remus once again, or for <laughs> forget uh, is Remus and go with the next two words, and maybe we'll on. get those. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> Remus is questioning whether or not he's the steward because it didn't get confirmed, or after all so of this has Arturus happened, has to confirm it. Now he doesn't know. Um, okay, because. With Sirius going to Azkaban, there's some question, I think. The current head of house has to... I mean, the steward is still the steward for the head of house, and the head of house being alive, and the heir apparent being in jail. You kind of have to go to the top dog, if you pardon the pun. And he wants to know if the Potter house is still being investigated as a crime scene, because he wants... I would hope so. to ...to do a little investigating on his own. I mean, with all of these idiots around, there might not be. No. So he's going to meet them there after the everybody leaves. Oh. Action time. Yay. So he's going to their house. Um, mm-hmm. And as he apparates in, he sees something and he shoots something. He sees something moving and shoots at it. He, he smells uh, Oh, that's right. Tail. He smells something as well. And he, he wants smells and hears someone apparate or disapparate. And he wants to know um, if he's near any of the wardstones for Longbottom Hall. And she says yes. And he says someone just left your perimeter, uh, and it was an animal, a rat. So your wards might be going down. Mm. And then we get loud popping, and and a gong goes off to let them know that the wards are being breached. And Augusta is there with Neville, and there's elves, and Frank's still at work, so they need to get out of there quick. So, if this wasn't an AU, this would be the attack, but instead of Frank being here, it's Augusta 
or however you say that name in English. Yeah, yeah um, that's right. Yeah, and Neville. And I, I do have to say that I like this um, version of Alice and Augusta together. Alice calls mm -hmm. her mom. Calling her mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can tell they have a pretty close relationship, which you don't necessarily get in canon. She talks about Frank a lot, but she doesn't necessarily talk about Alice. So I like mm -hmm. seeing this. And they can't get out by flu because it's been blocked. And then we have Alice. Can you come out and play? Oh, dear. From our friend Bella. Guess who that might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they decide to make a run for because they're not going to be able to stand and fight. There's too many of them, and they're shooting they fire have a child, and they have a baby. Yeah. yeah. Augusta goes mm. and gets Neville and orders some house elves to check things out, and their bolt hole doorway has no magic on it, and there are no wizards within 100 feet of the door. And finally, someone uses the house elves. Their physical bolt hole out of the manor, the tunnel and such, goes far enough that it is past the anti-apparition ward so they can they get away. The sticky magic. Yeah. Could they not have used the house elves to And the bolt hole's really old, so nobody knows about it. And Alice apparently insisted on extending the tunnels from it, which is why it's far enough to be outside the ward. Yeah, and they're, the house is being attacked by fiend fire, so they know that they, they're going to lose the house, which makes them sad, but happy to get away with their lives. Yep. And Augusta um, says the tells Remus that the house of Longbottom is in his debt, and she doesn't care to have debts. Uh, please <laughs> and sends Alice away with him and says, don't tell me where you're going, because if I don't know, I can't compromise you. Mm -hmm. Safe word is pernicious. I like that. Yeah. And so Remus takes her back to one of his flats that he's getting ready to rent out, but hasn't quite been rented out yet. So she spends the night in a muggle property and has a pretty nice night considering all that's happening. Yeah, they're, it's a place that they're still getting ready to rent out. <laughs> it's the one flat for the person who's keeping the property has some stuff, but most of the units in it are completely bare. There's water and electricity, but nothing else. So they can't advertise it yet. So it's a good place for her because nobody will think at her. Look for her in a muggle place. Mm -hmm. And she wants to know how come Remus doesn't have, just hasn't left because of the way he's treated. And he says, well, I still have friends. And she says, well, you don't now. And he said, well, I might have one. Mm, and poor Remus. if the ministry is going is doing his best to keep him locked away from you know the rest that's just not okay and he's going to fight for him mm -hmm. and Peter doesn't know about this place and the bank doesn't either it was just a transaction <laughs> so yeah so he's going to go get some takeaway and wants to know if Neville needs anything and she says I have food for him in my and the house elf has, was able to get everything um out of Augusta's room and their room, uh, but they couldn't get stuff out of Neville's room. Remus opens a cupboard and it's full of stuff, which it wasn't before. Mm -hmm. So the house elves have been busy. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess he doesn't have to go shopping mm -hmm. after all. Mm -hmm. But he does no. go for takeaway anyway. Just yeah. And then he wears his Winston Churchill uniform full suit with a black Homburg. Yep. Homburg. So. It's kind of like a fedora, but without the crease. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have that hat. You have that hat, do you? I guess it does have a crease. It's just a different one than the fedora, apparently. So, uh, 
the black patriarch says that he's sorry that he can't stand up and greet Remus, but his legs don't work anymore. And he wants him to come closer. And he knows that Remus was the one that got Augusta and Alice out of the hall. And Remus says, well, I was uh, lucky in my timing. So they talk for a bit and Arturis wants, you know, wants to know if what he's going to do for the House of Black. So they're just, you know, um, Arturis says Sirius might have killed the Pettigrew boy, but he would never have followed the Dark Lord. And Sirius says, and Remus says, he didn't kill Pettigrew uh, and he never betrayed the Potters to the Pretender because I could smell Peter at the Longbottom Hall. I know it was Peter. So they mm. make sure that, well, basically, uh, Arcturus talks about Hercules and says that he's gone over to the dark side, but now he's dead. And Remus, he wants to know if Remus wants the, the job as steward. Remus wants to know what his terms are. And he says, well, you've got to protect the wealth of the family, protect the family, and ensure that the new house receives the whole estate rather than what's left after the jackals and the crows steal away what they can. And Remus says, I can do that. And Arcturus says, even if Sirius is in Azkaban? And he says, especially if that happens. So yeah. he decides to take the oath and become the steward of the House of Black. Yep. And he gets his own ring and, a, and one from Arcturus as well. And we move to chapter the second. Mm-hmm. And he is coming into a meeting with Iron Smack, uh-huh. the goblin manager. Yes. I love these names. And he opens the box and shows him, and he's got three rings, one from Sirius, one from Arcturus, and one for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Iron Smack is the manager of the account, and the steward is uh, supposed to direct him, but Remus doesn't know enough, so he says, well, I guess you need to tell me what my duties are, then. And the mm-hmm. goblin really likes that. The bringing the rings establishes that the head of the house is dead and that he is the steward. He should wear the steward's ring at all times when he is acting as the steward. And that means when it's on, he's speaking for the House of Black, (laughs) the head of house in particular. And unless he has a good medical reason, he should leave it in place at all times. And Iron Smack has it on good authority that it will transform with him when his particular ailment happens. (laughs) happens. <laughs> His furry little problem, as mm-hmm. it were. And so Iron Spank gives him a list of the current properties. And there's orchard mines, grazing fields, growing fields, wharfs, factories, uh, an old body house. and yep. tar- Which now has an accounting firm in it. This is just fantastic. I love this. <laughs> and a hunting estate in Wales, but the tenant running it just died. So uh, you'll have to probably chase the squatters away. I love this little part here when this starts to happen. And so, because one of his main duties is to collect the rents from all these places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Iron Smack also has a solicitor in mind that they can retain to look into Sirius's case. Mm, so. Yeah. Yay! So Remus isn't sure how things are going to go, but he goes to the taverns and they give him his rent with no problem so he's thinking okay this isn't going to be as hard as it could be and then uh he's back in his flat he's doing the dishes and the phone rings and he picks it up and it's alice how did you get this number oh wait you're an aura i remember 
<laughs> yeah, and she wants to him to meet her at Godric's Hollow mm-hmm. because she's trying to go under the radar, basically. Yeah. And here's the point which kind of annoyed me reading the fic is how the dialogue or, well, yeah, dialogue in general is split up. So it looks like there are more people talking except it's still Remus saying one sentence. And while it's a good way of only showing one end of a conversation, Mm -hmm. so it's not back and forth with unnecessary information, Mm -hmm. it's still very confusing Mm -hmm. when you you don't format that a little bit differently. Once you get through the first two sentences, you sort of figure out that's what they're doing. Yeah. I totally yeah. thought I was missing something mm. to like figure it out that that's how it was supposed to be. Yeah, it's just Remus's side of the conversation. You don't get to see what Alice actually says. I was just like, right? It's like a, a screenplay rather than what you usually right. see on TV. Yeah, just usually one when end of it, which is good, something but like still that is confusing. written down, you put long dashes or something in between, or like he paused while listening or something. You know, yeah. Like, but anyway, Remus is going to go and meet mm-hmm. them in Godric's Hollow, and Frank is there as well. Yeah, and he wants to find the anchor stones, or the, the word anchors, because he wants to be able to find out how the words came down. And yeah. so he he makes like a divining rod, like a water dowser rod, <laughs> and, and goes around in circles until he finds most of them. And then finally, um, he says that he thinks he's found most of them, but he looking he was looking for hot spots and so there's one kind of missing because they were buried and he can find he figured out where most of them were but he can't quite find the fifth stone and frank says well it would be over that way and frank finds a hole somebody has put done a blood sacrifice basically on top of a stone yeah to ominous I think he might have known where it was the whole time, but he didn't want to get accused of manufacturing it. Frank find it and describe it, and now Frank's going to take a blood sample from it. Yeah, and and Remus can smell it. Frank says, so what is it I'm looking at, a wise wizard? And Remus (laughs) says, this is probably the outer perimeter, and if it's Dumbledore's design, it'll be the only perimeter, because he was relying (laughs) so much on the Fidelius. Right. The, mm. And the secret keeper's blood is a charm and not a ward. neutralizes the binding on the ward anchor. So that ah. makes everything collapse. So we know who was the secret keeper if we can analyze the blood and figure out who it belongs to. Ha. Uh-huh. Yep. Making sense. Being yeah. smart. And now he's going to look for Thank another ring of ward stones. <laughs> just in just case his theory about Dumbledore is not... Right. And he doesn't find anything, but he wants to go through and check everything. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then they go inside and it was just like, okay, you pretend you. I've never been here ever in my life. Give me the tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so they tell him, you know, what they found there and that there was... There's spell fire exchanged over here. James probably got caught without his wand or he lost it somewhere. It was found in the kitchen and Lily was found in the nursery. And they've, as far as they can tell, it's the killing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's all very clinical, which makes sense because they are being clinical, but there's not even a little aside of. I think they're doing that deliberately. Everyone's very clinical. They're being clinical so they don't feel stuff about it because what they need to do is figure things out. 
So they're trying to be as logical as possible. Yeah, but there's no, mm-hmm. they don't describe yeah. that beforehand. So we are left to guess that on our own. And they have, <laughs> they've found some Speaking footprints of guessing. and tire tracks, which are possibly a motorcycle. <laughs> yep. There it is. Maybe it didn't have it one didn't on even it see the sidecar tracks. Or did it? No, it was in are the Weasley's sidecar to a motorcycle. So that wasn't yes. Well, Mr. Weasley. Might have. No, I'm sure Fred and George did. <laughs> so there's. So they have found five people. Mm-hmm. There's someone who left quite small tracks. They're a man's shoe, but on the small side, so it could have been a woman wearing men's shoes. There are two or two people that have about the same size feet, but different heels. The fourth person is a little bit larger, and fi- fifth person is enormous and has hobnails, mm-hmm. and they have a lead on who that would be. Okay, walk me through this. Are we supposed to know who everyone is? Because all I can get from this is someone's supposed to be involved. Well, well, someone yeah. is supposed right, to be no, serious. So someone is supposed is to be Hagrid. Be and Peter, because it's a else? small foot. Oh. Yeah. Numbers two and three are Voldemort and Sirius. And number uh, number mm. five is Hagrid. So, But who's four? Not, yeah, I guess Sirius okay. could be four Got as it. well. But who the fourth yeah, person is. Yeah, we don't is. know who Wait. the... Yeah, there's I'm a couple again. there that we're not quite sure who they are. One of them could be Dumbledore. No, no, he wasn't. No, Dumbledore there, was never there, or at least Hagrid, I don't think he but, was. Yeah, um, we don't no. know if anybody oh, came with Voldemort. Um, At any rate, they know it's neither James nor Lily because they've checked all their shoes. Okay, I was going to say, could it have been James or Lily's friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it couldn't have been them. Okay, yeah. so that this is they a mystery. I've been thinking about this for a long time, and they didn't find any other helpful evidence in the house. Um, they've taken down the crime scene barrier just before this happened, and the ministry is talking about maybe turning it into some sort of memorial, which Frank is not in favor of because no. it's Harry's house, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and somehow I doubt the ministry is going to put any money in escrow. Yeah, nah. And Alice tries to suggest taking him out for dinner, and he's like, "No, no, I've had dinner, and well, come for dessert then." <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Harry. Um, and he says, okay, I can't put pass that up. And they can't tell him exactly where they're going, but they can bring him there. Mm-hmm. So he takes, he's blindfolded and apparated to wherever it is that they are. And all the windows have curtains on them. Yeah. Oh. So that he can't look out. And Alice has served some death by chocolate for them. Mm. Yummy. Oh, mm-hmm. death by chocolate in a big, strong cup of coffee sounds really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that does. That really does. I'm not so much into the coffee, but yeah, to each their own. <laughs> Frank is getting flack for associating with Remus because he's a werewolf and he works for Sirius and maybe he's really in league with etc. <laughs> he's So he's having trouble um, pushing forward questions about why Sirius is being held without trial because he's obviously a stooge for Remus Lupin, notorious werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> because apparently only Alice, Frank, and Moody are thinking it's all strange that Sirius hasn't had a trial. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Remus is surprised that uh, Moody has any doubts about Sirius's guilt. And he says, oh no, I didn't say that. He thinks everyone's guilty of something. He just wants a trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the minister's getting ready to either step down or lose to a vote of no confidence. And so, yeah. but there's no real person to take the job. Scrimshark would love it, but he's too young. Bones would be great, yeah. but she's 
just become the head of magical law and she doesn't want to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Tiberius Ogden is old. He's really old. Dumbledore doesn't want the job, won't take it under any condition. Yep. And that leaves you with fudge. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. And Remus yeah. is like, who? Yeah. He's <laughs> exactly. Strong support from Lucius Malfoy. Yeah. Of course. It's a sock puppet for the Death Eater establishment. Yep. And Remus is like, you know, I would have been very happy to have gone to bed that I never had this conversation. Yeah, but you need to know. So they've interviewed Hagrid. He, they know he picked Harry up the night of October 31st and delivered him somewhere. <laughs> and when Frank asked more questions, he said, oh, I wasn't supposed to be talking about that. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. So they know that his is probably the giant hobnailed boots. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Alice and they is- want to know where he was sent. And Remus knows that Lily had a sister. Mm-hmm. And Alice is his godmother, so she should have. But mm-hmm. oh, that's a new one. Dumbledore has snuck him away. I've seen that before in fix that Alice was supposed to be the godmother, but usually oh, yeah? things have gone as they do in canon. Mm-hmm. I assume yeah, that's I canon. I don't think it was. I assume that was really? canon because I see it everywhere. <laughs> I think it might be a fanon thing, but I let's think see. It's I do have the the Alice Longbottom article open here, and we were confirming that they're both Aurors. Um, yeah, we don't know that. We they were members of the order with. The Potters, but uh, it doesn't say anything about their personal relationship. And they want to know, Frank wants to know if Sirius has an heir, and Remus doesn't know, but why would that be relevant? And he says, well, if the heir dies without being recognized as the head of family, or the other way around, who would benefit if he just disappears? And so we find out that Dumbledore sealed the Potter wills so that they can't uh, establish who Harry's godparents are. Um, and he'd be lit of Dumbledore. And they don't have the baptism certificate. Uh, so there's nothing to prove that Alice and Sirius are the godparents. So that's something that Remus is going to have to work on, trying to figure it out. He's got a little uh, notebook he writes everything down in. I love it. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out what, why Dumbledore's doing what Dumbledore's doing. Yeah. Which we know is because he's made these deductions or found out somehow about this blood protection and he's finagling everything to work that way right but as prima says by sealing the will he's making it more or less impossible for anyone to prove that they should be harry's guardian i'm seriously indebted to the man but he's starting to get on my nerves (laughs) i agree yeah Yeah. and frank and alice are being watched um so they can't find harry and they're hoping remus will do it yeah remus doesn't have enough to go on right now now he gets to Try to find Harry on top of everything. Instead of his part-time property management job that he was supposed to have, along with tutoring and his own studies and research, now he's doing all of that, plus being an amateur investigator, collecting rents, mm-hmm. and trying oh, to solve goodness. two different mysteries. Where is Harry Potter and how to get Sirius out of Azkaban? <laughs> and then he decides, well, he was really depressed when he found out James and Lily were dead, so maybe having too much work is... And a crow comes in and delivers a letter and gives him this look of, you know, where's some food for me? And Remus says, look, if you've been here 15 minutes earlier, but I just finished and I don't have anything left. So the crow gives him a glare and flies away. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it leaves some droppings on the Daily Prophet. After giving him yeah, well, a little gift. Harry just, you know, Remus just throws it out. It does. So. And he's got an appointment with a solicitor the day after tomorrow at nine. But before that, and he's got to go 
check out the vacant hunting lodge in Wales. Yes, and we the last of the property. So according to Iron Smack, the lodge hasn't been used for more than two years, and the caretaker died three months ago, probably a stroke. Mm-hmm. And they have a report from the local constable about finding him on the steps to the cottage. And he hasn't been to this part of the country before, so he can't operate there. So he rents a car and drives while trying to figure out where the map is sending him. Mm-hmm. He misses the road three times and finally <laughs> gets there. And it seems to... Yeah. They used to work in a place yeah, like once that. Yeah, you know where they are, they're used Invisible to find, but boy, they're somewhere. hard when you don't know what they're at, where they're at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. he heads for the lodge first yep. and looks at it. It's two stories, built of stone, um, had lots of things added to it over the last hundred or so years. There's outbuildings and all kinds of stuff. And he can tell that there's not been any horses there in a while. Um, there might have been some goats, but they're gone. There's yep. windows that need to be replaced, etc. And then he goes to the caretaker's cottage. And almost gets brained with a cudgel. Yeah. Constant vigilance, people. Good the Lord. The door is open. <laughs> well, he does manage to see it coming and step out of the way, so it just breaks a window. And turns out he is being attacked by a small girl who is trying her best to kill him. And <laughs> he manages to get her in a wrestling hold and, yeah, and asks her to yield. And she says she, she can't. He's holding his neck. Yeah. He's holding her by the neck. And, and she turns into a wolf. A idiot. Idiot. And goes and after like, him. That, that's not how that works. It's not a full move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She would have yeah. to be because that would I mean, she might be an Potter cannon. Well, True. actually, no. In this fix, she doesn't have to be. But uh, my first reaction was thinking that too. I knew it was supposed to have something to do with werewolves because it's Lupin and they always oh, yeah. fix. But still, the way mm-hmm. she transforms is and definitely she, he tries once, so, once he manages to knock her out, basically. Um, yeah, he stuns her, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then he tries the spell to reverse Animagus transformations and it works. She dropped like a bag of rocks. So maybe she is we'll an Animagus as far rocks. as he's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he types her up. A bag of rocks with a lot of forward and, momentum. Uh, tries to. She's nude, and and he tries to, you know, cover her strategically with yeah. her dress, and then he wakes her up. Yeah, and she wants to know if he's going to do her now, and he says, "No, not really. I just figured I'd better tie you up first before trying to dress you because I didn't know how long you'd be out." She talks like um, Jane. Naked. Yeah. And yeah. we find out that people mm-hmm. call her Daisy. That's what she prefers to go by. Her mom named her Clarissa. That, I would prefer that, too. <laughs> uh, what? Damn it. You're like I was that one night. Boo-nee. Every time you talk, you disappear. I know. You've done that a couple times, too, today. So you just, it keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. So I've been parsing enough of what you're talking about to keep going. Yep. Uh, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but Mooney cuts but out all the way. Daisy Just wants to gone. know who Remus is because he's weird. He's driving a car, he's dressed like a normal person, but he smells like a werewolf, and he's got a wand like one of those folks. And he smells really, really nice, by the way. That he's a wizard, but he works a lot in the non-magical world, so he knows how to drive a car and do all of that. And he says, what do you mean by one of us? And she says, werewolves. And he says, well, I am a werewolf. Mm-hmm. 
What are you working for them then? Us. <laughs> so, yep. why did you try to bite, beat my brains I out? I ask myself that question a lot. She's like, I just wanted to scare you off. Yeah, by beating his brains out. Yeah, because Gramps told her to, mm-hmm. and he doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't ask why when Gramps tells her to do things. No, right behind you. Click with a rifle. Where's yeah. Gramps now? Put your hands up. He's behind that you. Wand. So he puts his hands up and then disappears <laughs> and reappears behind the guy who is holding a revolver. Mm-hmm. How come he gets to keep his clothes on? Because he wasn't naked when I stunned him. I, I was wasn't furry. naked when you stunned me. Your dress yep. was on the She's floor. She's going to be a spitfire. But I wasn't naked. She, they wake up, Gramps. Oh, yeah. And he says, pretty slick, Mr. Wizard. And he says, you can call me Remus or Mr. Lupin if you insist. <laughs> and they want to know, he explains that he's the steward. And they want to know if he's going to run him off or have him arrested. And she says, I wasn't planning on it. What are you talking about with the goats? <laughs> Yeah. And apparently, after the last fellow died, uh, the the official steward of this place, mm-hmm. um, some of the boys from town came and stole the chickens and set the goats loose, and the wolves have eaten some of those goats now. Yeah, but Remus doesn't care about that. And he wants to know how long they've been there, and he says about 60 years. He's been a wow. werewolf for about 100 mm-hmm. He'll wow. be 120 in the spring. <laughs> yeah. And he's kind of the leader. His woman, Bessie, just died a couple years ago. And they've sort of adopted Daisy. But now he's having to deal with a teenage girl. And he's got no clue how to do that without his wife. Yeah. <laughs> and Clement didn't bother them. And they didn't bother him. So that worked out well for them. And Remus asks how well they know the area, which is really well how they support themselves and he explains some of that and Remus says well how do you like to be the caretaker <laughs> yeah yeah that's a great idea mm-hmm. so yeah you get a little bit of money you can live in the cottage or up as a lodge if you like uh, we'll probably have to do some repairs there eventually we maybe bring hunting parties or the like up here well not wolves there are no wolves what in Wales everyone knows that in? Not wolves. There are no yeah, wolves in about there. that. So they let Daisy go so she can get dressed. And through the course of this, um, I don't know if it's in this chapter or later, um, Gramps, who we learn is called Charlie Fletcher, mm-hmm. um, comes up with various different positions that could, could possibly be filled that just happens there's somebody he knows who could do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> In one one of their group, All the I wonder if he's pack. related to Medungus. So people know that the werewolves live here, hmm. and some of them don't survive. But the ones that do, they sort of take in. Mm-hmm. Daisy was three or four when they dropped her off. Apparently, mm, poor kid. And Remus wants to know what did you want to talk about without Daisy here? Because <laughs> <laughs> you could tell that Charlie was sending her off for some reason. Yeah, and this is where we find out that he doesn't know what to do with it. He wants Remus to take over guardianship if anything happens to him. And Remus is like, more stuff? Oh, the steward of the house black thing is getting to be a pain. Oh. But he agrees. We're girls. Yeah. You think I know anything about crazy girls? So, and then the next morning he goes 
And the lawyer's name is Mr. O'Neill. I can't no. tell if it's me or you and that's cutting out. Probably me. Both okay. of us. It's you. I got to shift into the chair again. It's her. And he meets Holly Cadmus, who's the um, greeter, secretary, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And Comes back later in surprise, surprise. And I actually like that, how she's introduced here as though we should yeah. take note of the name. she sends him right in. And then her name pops and up in a different setting. Iron and Smack she's like, oh. has been apparently most insistent that O'Neill should talk to him. And he can see why, because he's looked into it now. Mm-hmm. Um, it says... The initial consultation is free, and he has a retainer agreement that outlines what he'll do and how much he'll be compensated if they decide to go ahead. As this is work for the House of Black, you are authorized <laughs> yep. to pay for yep. my services from house funds, and which is Remus a good thing wants to know what us. he's found, which is that Sirius Black is incarcerated in Azkaban, and there has been no docket number issued for a trial for him. Right. So... There hasn't been even a classified trial, and there is a limit how long a wizard can be detained without a hearing. And then Remus explains everything that he knows about why Sirius would be innocent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And O'Neill says, I'm actually surprised. I've heard a lot of people sit in that chair and say that their loved one must be innocent, but you might actually be right. (laughs) (laughs) And he wants to know if they have uh, papers confirming that Sirius is Potter's godfather and he doesn't. And there's no copy of the will or anything because it's been blocked. So Remus at least hasn't found a copy somewhere because Sirius is not the best at organizing paper. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Mysteriously disappeared. Well, that too. So I see it as uh, Dumbledore has it on the lock and key. That he needs to go to the vault and check out the vault because Sirius actually has ordered this paper. Maybe there's there's something. no guarantee Dumbledore won't seal it. Mm-hmm. So gotta get there first. So he heads to Diagon Alley mm-hmm. and goes into Gringotts and does these different things. Um, greets Iron Smack for a moment. Uh, well, actually, he gets in the cart and starts going down down in the depths of the dungeon and has him sign a paper that authorizes them to move everything out of Sirius's vault into the black vault and backdates it so that even if Dumbledore is able to put a freeze on it, everything will be moved. Nicely done. It is necessary for my management chain to be able to report that we have not seen each other this morning. Of course. (laughs) And Remus says, "Hmm, I noticed that this form is not dated. And Iron Spec says, really? I believe you're mistaken, Mr. Lupin. It clearly states here that you made the request the day you took your oath as steward almost two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, of course. Right, of course I did. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that. Nicely done. Yeah, I love goblins when they're on our side. Oh, yes. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yay. And they set up a regular meeting next week to discuss thinking. what he might need for the various properties. And Remus says to him that he has, in fact, mm-hmm. visited the hunting lodge. Yeah. Goes on with his business. And then they go to the vault, and he, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. 
And she can tell that he's not a black. And there's a sphinx. Says, Aha, but I am the steward and holds up his ring. And that and gets him in. And then he meets a painting who tells so him a few are. things. Phineas's great, great grandfather. Mm-hmm. How incredibly boring would that be? Yeah, it would be. Because I guess if you're not on a wall, you can't go into other paintings. Is that how it works? I don't know. I would think well, not. Would hope it that they aren't like, conscious enough to actually feel um, the passage of time. The conversation is privileged because he has no other portrait. So unless there's another portrait uh, oh, okay. of his own, he can't go to it. it. Like in Hogwarts, they can kind of go into each other's. But I think if they're traveling... They can go into each other's, but uh, I think what they mean is... Uh, as yeah. long as there's two portraits of the same person, then they can b- travel between yeah. the frames. Yeah. You can go on into any other one that's on the same yeah. wall. No matter what, but they where have to, the frame like is. when the fat lady goes visiting her friend Violet, she has to walk through all the portraits on however many floors until they get there. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's another portrait of yourself, you can just bam over there. there exactly. Basically. Yeah. So. And so they have a conversation about the. <laughs> Remus's confirmation as the steward and what's Imagine going on with Sirius. And mm-hmm. He says, yeah, I have a lot of work to do. And Yes, he does. Albin directs him to where the ledgers are. Says the last two are the only ones you'll probably need. The rest won't be current enough. Wants to know if the family has men-at-arms. And says, uh, probably not. <laughs> and then it scratches the, feet, the sphinx behind the air which was weird because sphinxes have human heads so mm, i was good point just but he like, finds no, you can still scratch him behind the ear yeah but imagine this cat-like lady uh, so thing. Dignified. Uh, it's just weird they're supposed to be dignified this is mm-hmm. but he does find uh, proof so of weird. who the godparents anyway, are it's cute and the baptism uh, on the baptism certificate Mm-hmm. So, that's good too. Yeah. And we learn that Sirius hides most of his things in the ceiling because um, back in the flat. Yeah, people never look up. Hit things <laughs> up, which is true. Yeah. And they find... and I did that as well as a kid. Yep. Okay, so we know what to the do. High things on the top of a bookshelf, anger. people never find it. I still do it. Okay. You'll find a lot of cold me. drawings that haven't been set, so you'll get very smudgy fingers. Yay. Mm-hmm. Last Will and Testament, Sirius Black. Last Will and Testament, yeah. James yep. and Lily Potter. And then the letter. If you're reading this, I'm probably dead. Or in the alternative, on the lamb somewhere abroad. Which would be most more likely, and well, is indeed right now, almost the exact instead, thing but... that has occurred. Mm-hmm. But not abroad. Yeah, he's on the lamb. Not abroad. Well, it could be abroad, the, depending on where the, the fortress is actually located, which we don't actually know for sure, but it's not and as so close to England as previously that, thought. You know, it has the two wheels in it, which we already knew. And Sirius says... He, his will might be found a little strange. And then he made Harry his heir. Yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that Doria Black uh, married into the Potter family, so it's not that far off because 
there's black mm-hmm. heritage. Potters have black in the, you know, they've married yeah. in it. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but yeah. Which is what we get from the family tree that was released at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, more distant than Capelli's drawing cousins, from that. Yes. Cousin. And yes, he's leaving Remus a the the row house that he had Alice stay in for a bit. Mm-hmm. They figure that's a good source of income for him. Yeah. I love you, Mooney. You've been a far <laughs> that uh, not just me. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Mooney. You You've cut been out? far better friend than I've ever deserved. So the the main difference in this part, except for the whole starting point of being becoming the steward of the House of Black, is that uh, people are trusting each other way more in this one. So even though Wormtail was trying to spread lies about, well, everyone and trying to split the party, uh, it's clear that Sirius definitely trusts Remus in this, which makes me wonder why he didn't actually leave all his inheritance to Remus. Why would he leave it to the Potter boy, sorry, Harry, who is the child of rich parents who, even if they're dead, he has money. Remus I has no money. We trust Remus of the in this whole one. Black he blood thing. And because of Remus' little problem. I think yeah. that's a possibility. I mean, he can't have his inheritance because he is. Uh, he didn't even nope. name in, in, in his will in case Harry was He's dead. Does no one ever assume that the babies died? So Remus uh, goes and signs the retainer, and then He's goes going to get the solicitor on things. Yeah. He then he the calls wheels. Alice's answering service. Yeah, and wants to. Uh, I love that he calls the answering service and wants to leave a message for Alice. And the light answering service is like, "Well, she's here picking up messages. You want to just talk to her?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I have an necklace. Ecclesiastical yeah. documents you're looking which for? Has, is sort Ecclesiastical, of relating I guess. to the church, which is, I guess, vaguely in the realm of a will. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It takes her a little bit to figure it out, too. It's like, oh, really? The will. Oh, oh, okay, right. Is it the will, <laughs> yeah. do you Lost think, or do you think it's the baptism certificate? Uh, would technically be the baptismal certificate because the will is a legal document. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's true, yeah. It would, be the, it would be the baptism. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Remus gets tea and biscuits ready and Frank and Alice brought by. Yeah, I would like biscuits. Biscuits are good. I still have a little pumpkin and pie waiting for me when I get done. Not quite biscuits, mm. but still yeah. good. Although I was, I'm actually thinking of uh, my kind of biscuits, which I guess is they're probably doing like the cookie sort, but either is good. Mm-hmm. So he takes the. Bruschettas. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, Remus has been snooping around in all the vaults. How interesting. Yeah. Well, he Frank said with a raised eyebrow. Yeah. He is a policeman, basically. He tells him he hasn't had much time to track down Harry yeah, himself. Because he's been doing this other stuff. Shenanigans with Gringotts. Yeah. But he's looking. Protection yeah. detail. <sighs> and then he talks to them a bit about the hunting lodge. Mm-hmm. How the chieftain there has a granddaughter that Remus to become guardian of. Yeah, and wants to know, uh, is this the place where he wants to know if Alice will take her shopping? I think so, yes. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he wonders if Alice could take her shopping at Remus's expense, mm-hmm. and Alice wants to know magical or muggle wardrobe. He says some of both. <laughs> yeah, and so they plan on yeah. her doing that, 
And Julia yeah, and he's is going to send to Julia you. along yeah, for more current fashion. <laughs> yeah, that's starting to sound like fun yeah. again at my expense, like real fun. And, uh, Frank wants to know if Julia is enough. She's not; she's just a student. And Alice mentions the hotel that she's clerk at, and Frank is like, "Oh, the cheeky one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, her. Yep. So Remus meets with Charlie again and gets his the oath to the House of Black, proceeds, and then meets with the rest of the adults, <laughs> and. They all arrange to move into the caretaker cottage and the main lodge. Yeah. They, they send a, a middle-aged couple, Anthony and Maud, to be in the caretaker cottage, and everybody else moves into the lodge. And they're sort of sorting out who should take what roles, and they're tidying everything up. Maud's I a little the big Remus is a pimp. <laughs> yeah. Maud's a little leery of Remus, but... I was really annoyed by Maud in Charlie the beginning, says, but by then, I loved I'm her. I'm not stupid enough to give my oath to somebody like that. And like, okay, fine. And Maud, sort at of. least, decides not to press the matter. Yeah. And then Harry... Remus finally has some time to look into the Harry problem, which is finally. different than the furry problem. <laughs> yes. Is that chapter the fourth? Well, he gets, the, he gets Vernon Dursley's employer's address at the end of chapter three mm. and then he's and from there manages to track down his home address yeah and sets a date for the shopping expedition and the ladies all set off to do that and <laughs> frank and remus set off to little whinging and that is chapter the fourth i read a fic right after this in which some other person of note Gets Vernon Dursley's employer and home <laughs> number and home address and decides to make his life a living hell and it is glorious. <laughs> they absolutely oh my ruin God. their lives. They that get tax good. collectors coming at their door, taking their stuff. Oh, it's so chapter good. Chapter the fourth. So, chapter the fourth. They uh, show up and the garage is open but there's no car do you think they're gone it's like well making about a little whinging vernon's out playing golf oh he plays the, not well <laughs> but he plays the noble sport yeah he's not well liked apparently by anyone he plays. oh does he cheat yeah Gee, i wonder why but, and he does all the things that everyone hates well considering he, he spends he most of the would. first chapter of sorcerer's stone being happy that he gets to yell at everybody mm-hmm. uh, so they go down and, and hang out at the at a soccer game that's happening down at the bottom of the hill. And Frank says, well, should we go to the kitty game or the pickup game? And Remus says, well, we got to go to the pickup game because either we'll have a bunch of women hitting on us or thinking we're perverts. So they go and watch the other game. <laughs> they conjure chairs. You know some experience. <laughs> down. It's funny. And then they... Uh, and, He's left a spell that if somebody crosses over, then he'll get a little charm in his ear. Then they'll know that Vernon's probably home. And they can hear him talking. Hello, pet. Well, he's not exactly a soft-spoken man. No. No. But the, uh, yeah, he's got something. They do have this charm going on. Mm -hmm. And so they get a conversation between... Vernon Petunia about how his golf game's going and could they get something for to drink and so on and Dudley's out of his favorite cereal. Yep. And the, are you taking the freak with you? Of course. I wouldn't leave him at home with you. And they get ready to go and the 
And the charm follows them. Mm-hmm. And Remus knows where the store is, so they're going to operate there. I yeah. love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I mean the part where Remus knows where they're going. Mm-hmm. Shopping at Tesco. Yeah, and they watch. The sum total of my experience in surveillance consists of watching girls at the beach and pranking classmates at school. <laughs> well, he should be good at it then. Mm. I'm sure. But they they watch and uh, they Dudley catch is- at some point. Petunia says, "You're going back to the cupboard when we get home," and they're concerned by this naturally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Remus is going to investigate the wards a bit more see what he if he can get in but Dudley while they're in the store reaches into his diaper and starts smearing feces and when Petunia's looking the other way and then once Petilia, Petunia figures out what happens she smacks Harry and doesn't do anything to Dudley because of course Harry must have been the one doing it not him yeah. Remus tells Frank to head off and not worry about this because he needs plausible deniability. Yeah. <laughs> so Remus sets up several of the tracers at various points on the property and then goes shopping for himself and just listens to things as it happens. And, but he hasn't yet heard Harry say anything, which is a little odd. I know. Yeah. This whole scene is just depressing. And he hears yeah. Petunia. It's so sad. Vernon and Dudley leaving. So he goes back to the house and patrols around it and does all these different things. And then finally he goes in. Because as far as he can work out, the wards are keyed to intent somehow. So he figures if he's there with no intent to harm Harry, it should (laughs) let him through, which as it turns out, it does. Right. Yay. And then he sees a covered door and he wonders... So he looks inside, and there's Harry. I know. Yep. He says, hello, Harry. He's sitting on the floor in the dark. Mooey! Mooey! Yep. And he gives him some food. And... I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I well, love this. this is the first. I mean, I hate it because Remus it hurts, but Harry's I really cover. love that they included it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. They, I know they did right? it in Dangerverse as well. It's yeah. not the first time well, I've seen no, it, but that, that it's was, one of the better ones. I really like this first. one. But I mean, yeah, no, I mean, sure. legit Remus. I haven't finding. read that one. I haven't read the yeah. Dangerverse one, but and I have read Remus Finding first and Remus some isn't of the sure other. What in his groceries that he's carrying around, he could actually feed to a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. But, so he gets some cheese out and feeds him that, and Harry makes it disappear. Very quickly. Yeah. Oh, poor kid. And then he can hear from the earpiece that the Dursleys are leaving the restaurant, so... Yeah, he's got he to go. But he promises- Wouldn't he have a little bit more time? Because they can't apparate home. Yeah, but he doesn't know how long it's going to take them to... Yeah, he spent quite some time. Oh, that's true. He spent a while yeah. coming inside so. through the wards. Bye. Aww. Harry. And now... Bye-bye, Remus is furious, but he doesn't know what to do about it. <laughs> he can't tell anybody because he just broke into a muggle dwelling. And... Um, he also just bypassed all of Dumbledore's wards, mm-hmm. which would 
the ridiculous protection <laughs> yep. installed by the mighty Albus, too many names, Dumbledore, yeah. etc. Yeah, and he's just meditates for a while and thinking. And then uh, he goes to see Julia because yeah. he's going to administer her owls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Good afternoon, Mr. Lupin. So you didn't get along with my new war. On the contrary, <laughs> shopping was fun. Just that she apparently thinks you are the most perfect of all men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously yep. a very discriminating and insightful individual. Yes. Enough gossip. Yep. You have an examination oh, today. like this drives me crazy. Harsh taskmaster. I hate her. I love Wait. her. Absolutely love her. <laughs> She's being the precocious little... Oh, I love it. She's me. If only Daisy mm. knew how cruel you can be to women. She's doing like the, the dramatic mm. head swipe and being like, Oh, fetch me my smelling salts. And it's because it's not her character. She's definitely not that oh, kind yeah. of person. So it's she's, after she's making the exams fun. are done. She's or, definitely taking I guess them for a break. It's so some of them have done, but not all of them. Uh, they go out for ice cream and he gets a sorbet and she he wants to know. Yeah. I know that you really like chocolate, but I've never seen you eat chocolate ice cream. Why is that? And apparently the dairy interferes with his sense of smell somehow. <laughs> hmm. Does it really? Which makes perfect sense. And I'm so glad Afik finally settles that thing. Yes, because when you eat dairy, you smell. And dairy smells horrid. And we don't notice it as uh, much because we eat dairy on like a regular basis. So everyone around us smells it. But if you don't eat dairy, you stop smelling like rotten milk after a while. And it's it's So then babies smell bad to dogs. No, because baby, uh, oh, they don't drink cow's okay, milk. Okay, they okay, drink their mother's milk, and that doesn't smell bad at all. <laughs> but cow's so the poor, milk. The poor dogs that have to live around cows is horrid. Well, and, yeah, and the then, dogs like nasty smells. They're in heaven. <laughs> that's, that's true. What? That's the poor. Mm-hmm. I think they just like yeah, strong smells in general. love any yeah. kind of bad smell. And Julia has apparently worked yeah. out that Daisy is a werewolf. Mm hmm. Maybe yeah. he's lactose intolerant. She's asking all sorts of questions about why he's become her ward because he's not blood kin or anything like that. And so he says, I think she's probably a werewolf. And she's like, probably? And he's like, all right. And that she was adva- abandoned and stuff like that. And she says, well, your parents didn't abandon you. And he says, parents were exceptional. And a number of her friend, their friends left them for it. So... And she might be a wolf animagus, too. He's not sure. He hasn't figured out how they can do that yet, mm-hmm. which I think comes up later in this fic. Yeah, mm. but not this not this week, though. So. And so it does. The reason he, he explains that he's been named her guardian because her grandfather is really old and he wants to make sure there's someone there for her. And also because he managed to wrestle with her and therefore she will actually listen to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and after he gives her the the rest of the exams, he goes out. Her father said, you know, thanks him and tells him he's a really good teacher. Says yeah. that she's also this- really frustrated with him for assuming that he'd never have a family because who would ever want him? Yeah, but he so says, "Don't sell yourself short." That he he could still teach her. He could teach her apparition and too. 
Yeah. And he's, because I guess he's come here for most full moons as well, because it's a island and, you know, nice and isolated. Mm-hmm. He's going a good place to recover. But He comes um, there after the full moon. The next full moon, he's going to be in Wales. After that, maybe. Yeah. So then we learn a little bit about what the protective service detail, which Frank is on, is doing. Yeah. And there's and a big party at the Malfoys. Supposed to be there to protect to protect and serve. Uh, but something happens and mm-hmm. he has to go home and change real fast. So, oh, so they've gone to a, a luncheon first, 500 gallon of plate luncheon. Good and Lord. when he's leaving, a, manage, a servant manages to uh, tilt a tray and Frank gets drenched in salad dressing and some sort of pudding and uh, some wine and stuff like that. So he has to go home change and uh yeah it does mrs crouch or mr crouch and uh, it changes everything again senior says you can go i'm sure that the fu- that the minister senior. will be fine until you get back i forget it's not yeah. fudge right now no who's the minister but millicent bagnold mm-hmm. yeah. and this means mm-hmm. that once bagnold. again Somebody is coming in from the outside as things are happening. Mm-hmm. And not only that, right. but he actually operates to like the stables and not to the front gate or anything or into the house. To call in help. So he's like at the key yeah, so point. He is approaching and to see everything go down. Um that the some masks well, are they masks? That some death eaters have taken over the party and are playing with them. Yes. And they want Lord Voldemort back. And the minister says, we don't know where he is. He's dead. Well, where's his body? And so... He is dead. There's nothing found at the scene. And Lucius is displeased because these people are disrupting his dinner party. Yes. (laughs) But it turns out it's the Lestranges. So they're related. And Narcissa put their names on the book so they could come in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mostly because Bella wanted her to. And evil, yeah. And so Frank she at this point decides he's got enough. Evil, and evil. Heads to the nearest fireplace, which is and the tack room. Calls, calls for the duty officer at the MLE. Yeah, we have a and hostage situation involving. Holy shite! This better not be a prank, Frank. Yeah, like Frank would do that. Yeah, Frank. Serious. Mm. He suggests death they all come in outside the wards and enter by foot. Yeah. And because he's not sure if the flu is blocked. And apparently it is. They sent a smart box through, whatever that is, but it arrived somewhere else. Yeah, so it's a way to figure out if there's if the flu's working or not. And they're yeah. sending in Mad-Eye. Constant vigilance! Then we shift to Alice, mm-hmm. who is currently exhausted. Mm-hmm. Because she has spent the day looking at houses with Augusta. And then we get a party message for Aura at the bottom. And it says, uh, Aura Frank. Aura and Frank, the girl at the desk. critically injured uh, while serving on protective detail. Flash bulletin. Hostage situation involving Minister of Magic. Resolved at 200 hours, 20 hundred hours bulletin. Sunday. So on. Um, and it explains that mm-hmm. there was this dinner and they were, security was breached by Marcissa Bell. Rodolphus Lestrange, Bartimius Crouch Jr. Gee, hmm. I wonder who Frank that is. <laughs> All units be on lookout for Bellatrix Lestrange. Do not repeat, do not be? attempt capture without response team. <laughs> y- 
Yay! Well, there's an extra wrench into canon. Neither Malfoy nor Fudge are around to pull any strings for anything. Uh, and then the part that I did not see coming. She goes in to see how Frank's doing and uh, tells Alice not to stand up. Oh, it's she's yeah, she's not there to see how Frank's doing. She's there in, she's there because Frank has she's died. She's not there for she's, she's there for Alice. Yeah, definitely did not see that coming. Well, that was, was when I figured out it was an AU. Mm-hmm. I hadn't realized it was, and I was like, "What is happening?" Mm-hmm. It's because it's it's really well written, and it could easily <laughs> happen in canon. Seems right. like it fits in. Oh yeah. But. Oh yeah. That's the fun part of it. It's, the, right. it's a series mm-hmm. of what if scenarios, but it's all kickstarted by the steward thing, which is yeah. I read a different fic where the whole fic was just what-if mm-hmm. scenarios, but it was all kickstarted by one event in the beginning. And I love that kind of stuff. So I've been on a spree. That, that kind of spree. Constant vigilance, <sighs> you people. Reverse Santa Claus. I, <laughs> I love that he was just popping the down the chimney like, whoop! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, he was. <laughs> he came down the chimney and grabbed Bagnall, stuffed her up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That was so sad. I actually started tearing up at that and line. Alice is supposed yeah. to go on duty the next morning, and Millicent says, I'll, yeah. I'll talk to the chief for her. Now Alice has to gather the strength to go home and tell Augusta what's happened. And that's where we're going to end it this week. Mm. Mm. Seriously, I, was, I actually teared up at that line. Oh, oh, I let me it. write that down. Flop, yeah. buddy. Hopping down the roads. Okay. And uh, me being me, of course, did not stop at chapter the fourth and immediately went on and read the whole thing. Because you told me we were going to podcast on it. So, and I was just like, oh, oh it's only that means, the next part. I know, that means you're going to go on part. without me while I'm gone. And I might miss the last podcast. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Don't do the last one no. without me. <laughs> Dang it, Mooney. <laughs> I know. It's kind of weird. Damn it, I'll still be gone. You want a Christmas one shot? <sighs> I leave on the December 1st. I come back on the 16th. Uh, are you gone every day or just on... I'll be back on the 16th. I'll be, I'll be severely jet-lagged, but I will be back on the 16th. Yeah, but you'll be back on the 16th. <laughs> we will figure something out. Well, it's a bit of a down note, but that is where we come to halfway through the fix so that's where we're ending it this week hopefully you are enjoying the story you can either do mm-hmm. what eru did and just continue on and read through the whole thing and we'll get to the next part next week or you can wait for us and read along as we go whatever works for you as always feel free to come and chat with us on the forum or on facebook about it and say how things are going what you think and what you'd like us to consider next and uh yeah, I hope you enjoyed our coverage. With that, um, mm-hmm. have a wonderful season and good night, everybody. Night. Good night. <laughs> you gotta wave at the screen. We'll see you in our house. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our lives. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.